Welcome to Transmissions, where we talk all Hasbro, Takara, and third-party Transformers. On this episode, we tackle all the toy news from last week's Hasbro PulseCon, including the Hall of Fame results, a light bright optimist, and of course, those wonderful new toys. Today is Wednesday, October 5th, 2022, and this is episode 506 of Transmissions. Welcome to Transmissions, the podcast knows that if you want to break someone mentally, physically, and emotionally, just wait until they're happy. I'm your host, Jeremy, a.k.a. Yakko, and I'm joined by the excellent Transmissions team, Scott, the illustrious Dr. Pant. Hello, everyone. Creator, producer, and star of Empire Rust. Or creator, producer, and star of Empire of Rust, editor Mike. I think we should change our name to the Transmissions Justice Division. Nice. And Daryl, the Cybertronian Beast. Hi. Let's talk Transformers. Uh, and Charles is not here this week, so just... Thank ex- God. <laughs> expect Jeez. it to go off the rails completely. <laughs> um. But as always, uh, when we start the show, we start off by thanking our Donatrions, the awesome people that uh, contribute to our Patreon or PayPal and help support the show. Um, you guys are awesome. You can go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support to join up. You get perks like uh, special channels in our Discord. You can get early access to things like Empire of Rust, which is our live play RPG podcast, the one and the only and also shows like we like we like big bots, which are hosted by Daryl and Scott, and you're automatically entered into things like our monthly toy hex drawings. Uh, our next drawing is next week. If you are not a Donatrion and you still want to enter, send a picture of a toy that you would like to get stickered up with some toy hack stickers to contest at transmissionspodcast.com by Sunday, October 9th. To enter and um these this has been a great thing toy hacks just donates this gift code that we give out every month and you know they have great stuff also a number of donatrions uh, i got an email today that they will be getting some of our exclusive merch uh from patreon this week i think it was like 28 people so holy you know, smokes awesome Lots of people should be due to get stuff soon. Um, so look, if you are one of those people, look for it in the mail. I'm will one of I those get, people. Will I get something? No. Aww. Well, you are a Donatrion, I believe. I am. But I, I don't know. I can't remember what level you support at. But uh, before we go on, uh, Mike, can you talk about Empire of Rust episode 86? Nobody expects the Spider Inquisition, which came out um, for Donatrions on Monday. I love that title so much. It was one of my my most inspired ones. Uh, As you can imagine, they might see a spider. Maybe. And there might be an Inquisition. Who knows? I can't say. Um, But yeah, so uh, uh, it was a really fun episode. We uh, kind of—I'm not going to spoil too much on it—but we wrapped up a 
kind of a, a big event that they had planned for, for an episode or two. Uh, and everything went very smoothly, very swimmingly, right up until the end, as as what happens with most RPGs. Yeah. It's a really fun episode, nice little twist ending to it. So yeah, certainly. I, I loved it. Came out real good. And so take a listen and enjoy. Awesome. All right. Well, all the intro stuff out of the way, let's move on to toy news because it's been a big few days. Smooth. So we'll... <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, we'll start off the show with quick hits, which are just some short news, and then we're going to get into the full PulseCon, uh, you know, all, all the details of everything that was really or everything that was revealed. So, you have to excuse me, I am both producing the stuff and talking, and that I can barely walk and talk at the same time. So uh, PulseCon 2022, the Transformers panel, um, just a, a quick roundup of the non-new toy reveals uh, part of it. Uh, they, they started off by having the stream viewers vote on the order of the panel, uh, whether it was toy reveals, franchise updates, Hall of Fame, and of course, which I, I don't even think this was rigged, the toy reveals came first. So we'll be talking about that later. But uh, they did announce the Hall of Fame, and uh, I don't think he was voted in the Hall of Fame. Maybe he already is, but they they recognized Derek J. Wyatt because um, of his work in creating Transformers Animated, and the the character vote was Transformers Animated this year. So it was nice that they, they spent a good amount of time talking about Derek and everything he contributed, and that was really awesome. Mm-hmm. I, and then the character vote, vote, they actually called out that they did not expect this character to win, which I, I'm wondering if this is the first Hall of Fame vote that's not been fixed. But Lugnut won, huh. which was really, you know, a surprise. But um, I can't, who was it? They were expecting Blitzwing to win? I think it was Blitzwing, yeah. Yeah, and they said he came in second, of course. But... Yeah, I guess the, the votes were overwhelming for Lugnet, so that's awesome. Huh. A toy of the year, which was anything released, I guess, in the last calendar year, was Legacy Motormaster. And they kind of said that, yeah, I know people were wanting to vote for Minasaur, but we didn't have all of the components out yet. So this is, you know, that's five toys. So, right. And then the human entry, they um, was the late Henry Ornstein, who was the catalyst in getting the deal between Hasbro and Takara um, to bring um, Diaclone over to the U.S. So that it's really awesome that um, his his part in Transformers was called in, you know, or kind of shown and. Um, you know, I personally, I didn't know his name. You know, we, we all know about the deal, but I didn't know his name. So it's awesome to finally have a name and a face to go with the story. So that's all my part of 
the quick hits. Daryl, what do you have? Uh, yeah, so my part's really quick, and that's good because we're going to get into it later. Uh, they talked about uh, Magic the Gathering, and I thought, well, wait, this is the Transformers section. Why are you talking about Magic the Gathering? Well, there's a new set coming out called Brothers War. Or, yeah, uh, is it Brothers War, Mike? The Brothers, the Brothers War. War. The Brothers War, specifically. The Brothers War. Okay, so, and that uh, set is going to feature a whole bunch of big-ass robots, and, uh, well, our, uh, the, 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 the cartoon and toy uh, that we like to uh, follow is uh, a bunch of big-ass robots, so they're, they're gonna kinda do a bit of a crossover here, and, uh, yeah, so we got some Transformers Magic the Gathering cards that are going to be tournament legal, and, uh, we're gonna get into those a lot more into alt mode. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we got into that. Um, I do want to make mention here. Uh, I know we kind of, we, we skipped over it. There was a, uh, a pre-show that, uh, that happened. And, uh, I want to give props to, uh, to Thu, uh, Thu's awesome yeah. Transformers reviews. He, he did a phenomenal job, um, in a, uh, in a live environment that, uh, was very obviously live. Uh, he, uh, yeah. He is a uh, a person who who works from a script and edits his videos heavily. So uh, you know this is a a fish out of water situation for him, and he rolled with the uh, rolled with the the situation very very well. I was very impressed yeah. with uh, with everything that he uh, he did. It was very funny and uh, and very much uh, his personality. I don't know him personally, but he did a fantastic job. You could tell he was nervous, and oh, like particularly at the beginning. But he settled in, and it was really good. I really got to give Hasbro props for pulling in someone like Thu. Just, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. pulling in the fan base like that. Yeah, and they did a, they did a great job with that. Um, you know, for the while there, I thought, did they fly him all the way to the states just to do this? And then no, <laughs> they he he mentioned it at the end. No, that they set him up in a studio in in the UK to to do this remotely. So well, yeah, no, really in that that cyber room he was in a cyber tunnel <laughs> tunnel yeah um the uh the part where i got a critique this whole pre-show is that they set it up and then it when it when it was over there was nothing they shut it down they got everyone pumped yeah. up and hyped up for for pulse con and then they an shut you down for an hour they cut you off at the knees and i thought what the hell are you doing <coughs> excuse me so Guys, Hasbro, if you're possibly anyone is watching or listening to this, you can't shut you down after you pump everyone up. You got to roll right into the show after that. It's the whole yeah. point of a pre-show. You, you, know? you lost a good percentage of the audience, I'm sure. Yeah. You know, a lot of us were ready and, you know, we were ready to sit there and, and keep going and, and you, you lost us. So Especially because yeah. Transformers was first. So it's a natural lead in from dude. Yeah. Transformers panel. Yeah. Yeah. But uh Thu was great and uh yeah, it was uh it was a, it was a, a fun uh, pre-show. But uh, you got to you got to roll right into the show after that. You can't just say, "Okay, see you in an hour. Bye." And then and then leave. <laughs> it doesn't work, guys. But uh but other than that, it's learning. I know it's the first time you've done a pre-show and you know, yeah, it's this is all growing pain, so Hopefully in like, you know, five more years or so, you'll actually have this thing down. But, you know, <laughs> this kind of thing's hard. Yeah. Hard. 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, Scott, uh, what do you? What's your quick hit? Uh, there was an interview with Nick Roche about Last Bot Standing, the four issue miniseries he did that basically like was the end of the uh, Transformers universe. But we'll discuss more about that in alt mode. Mike, what you got? Well, we got a really off the wall kind of thing on here. So, <laughs> so, uh, so Lightbright. I don't know if any of you younger younger listeners or younger viewers have heard of a Lightbright, but I'll give you a quick little like, background on it. It's a pegboard, a lit pegboard that you put a template on top of, and then you put these like acrylic like pins or like little bead like pegs in there and the light shines behind it. It lights up the pegs and you got some like lit art. And it's like, okay, this is kind of neat. I had one of these things when I was a kid and you know, I, I liked it for like the arts and crafts thing, but I haven't thought about it in literally 20 years. But on PulseCon, Hasbro goes ahead and announces a light bright wall art, uh, transformers artwork. So this is a, a pegboard that you can mount up on the wall. Uh, and there are three templates that you can use uh, for some Transformers design. So we got Optimus Prime's uh, head up there. Uh, got Bumblebee and we got the Autobot symbol. Uh, so it is wall mountable. And yeah, it's so you, you put the template on there and fill up the pegboard, hang it up. And, and there you go. So yeah. Uh, really interesting and, and something that I never expected to really see or think about again. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, going to be $100. Uh, there's no estimated ship date just yet. And for some specific reason, they actually called out that they can't ship it to Quebec. I have, Daryl, do you have any idea why this is? Uh, Quebec sucks. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> All right. Good enough. Lang langu just simply, simply put, without getting into too into the weeds too much language laws we can't i mean it's obviously there's nothing written on the 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 displays but language laws you can't quebec's stupid so <laughs> it's a beautiful province i i recommend anyone going there who wanted to visit you know it's some really nice stuff to visit but their language laws are bullshit so, so yeah there's not enough french on the package essentially yeah Fair enough. But yeah, so this is it it's an interesting thing to to look at and certainly not what I was ever expecting to to come out. Uh each uh, uh there's 6000 uh, pegs that comes with this thing. Uh, I don't think it's 6000 pegs per design, although I could be wrong. There's actually an awful lot of them there. Uh but point is like once you're you're tired of one, you can go ahead and uh do and go ahead and put the other one on there. So yeah, some really cool stuff. Um, and once we get that, an actual this release image date, here we'll... says that this image here says estimated release is January 9th, twenty twenty three. Oh. Uh, Hasbro right Pulse. Screen. Hasbro Pulse uh, says there's doesn't say anything right at the there. top of the screen. You know what? I don't have to look at shit, Daryl. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that. I, I had a light bright when I was a kid. And I had no idea there were templates. I guess really? I used one. Yeah. And I just had the, the board and the pegs. And oh. I just had to use my imagination. So, so 
the problem with Stranger Things has brought back Light Bright. Yeah, it's nice. it was in the most recent season of Stranger Things. So, oh makes yeah. Sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you could actually like back in the day, you could pick up these like template packs. These are just like images that fit onto it. And then you just pop, pop, pop. You put the pegs in there and that's that. Uh, Sad thing is once you've gone through the template, there's holes in it and uh, you don't really know what color you're supposed to put in there again. So, yeah, because the templates were like, what, black construction paper, basically? Yeah, that's all it was. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so this is going to be an, an interesting thing, and I'm sure we'll uh, once they, uh, the release date gets a bit closer, we'll we'll talk about it a bit more. And if anyone picks it up, we'll we'll see if anyone see if anyone likes it and see how the people's opinions are. But yeah, one of the most bizarre off the wall things that came out of uh, PulseCon this year. Awesome. Well, uh, now I guess with all that out of the way, let's get into some actual Transformer toy reveals. Daryl, it's all you. All right. Uh, here we go. So they came out a swinging. Um, so a couple of these I can remember off of some, some rumor lists. I mean, obviously we had heard um, about, we knew Breakdown was coming, but the rumor was is that Breakdown was going to be the um he was going to ruin menasaur because he was going to be uh the prime universe breakdown and nobody realized how that was going to happen and they're like how the, what's going to work how is this going to happen and was it was going to ruin menasaur and i'm like i know but it's a rumor and obviously the rumor was false uh, and it's a g1 breakdown um but they came out with a slew of new images here uh, tons of new characters, tons of new figures to see. Um, as I said, we saw a lot of these on like those leak lists, but it's it's one thing to see a, a list of things and another thing to actually see pictures. Um, let's go through them here. Um, you got them set up in any kind of list here, Jeremy? Or I'm just gonna. I, I what don't. I I'll, I'll find what you talk about. Okay, so we're gonna start off with the one right on the top of the screen, top. Uh, left and that is the uh, Leo Prime Voyager class Leo Prime and this will be fixed in the edit okay Sh- sure <laughs> he looks really good I, I think uh, I think they did a really good job on this guy and uh, and he's got a lot of repaint, repaint potential um, they're still uh, they're, you know they haven't gone completely away from the Beast Wars world but uh, they're touching uh, onto that uh, that that um, that Japanese uh, aesthetic as well, the the Japanese universes. Um, but uh, another very white figure, so hopefully they've gotten a hold of the uh, the yellowing issue at this point, because uh, that's uh, that's still uh, in the back of my mind. Uh, we'll continue on with the Voyager class uh, because this one kind of stole the show, uh, and this is Voyager class Tarn and. Hot damn. Uh, this is one that uh, everyone's kind of been, you know, he was on a list. So we thought, you know, is he going to be able to, they're going to do it right. You know, for a Hasbro mainline figure, I think they did it right. Now there, when uh, the discussions usually uh, come up about between um, mainline and third party, usually the, 
the the point gets made well they're never going to be able to do a tarn or the djd in the main line well here's your tarn now this flies in the face of any kind of argument about uh you know why third party gets done but i will point out that um the the main comparison for this idw tarn in the main line is the um the MC, mmc coulter uh that uh, has come out or did come out um and it's about the same scale so it's uh it's in scale with the voyager class um i want to dig into tarn a little bit here because he's the he's the main the main piece of cheese on this one um uh so first off i did a little bit of research because i knew i was going to dig into this one um tarn first appeared in more than me ci number seven in July of 2012. Uh, the MMC Coulter came out in February of 2017, so five years later. Um, and Hasbro's Tarn, this new one, is set to be released in March of 2023. So that's a f- full six years after the, the, the Mastermind Creations figure comes out. The, uh, the Coulter figure, it's it cost 120 bucks when it came out. This, uh, this Hasbro... Uh, Tarn is going to be thirty-four dollars. It's a big drop in price. Um, the height, uh, Coulter was or is eight inches tall. Uh, this Hasbro Tarn is seven inches. Uh, Coulter is for ages sixteen and up, and Hasbro's Tarn is eight and up. Uh, so there is some significant differences there. Um, you can uh, there's uh, the jury still out on the uh, the quality of the figure, but it looks like a standard uh, Hasbro. Uh, Voyager class here. Um, so before I go on and get into the rest of the reveals, I wanted to just kind of talk a little bit more about Tarn. I probably should have saved him till last, but who cares? Charles is away, and the rules are out of the window here at this point. <laughs> what uh, What are your thoughts on Tarn here? I visibly so- gasped when they revealed Tarn. I was just like. I don't know. I, I stopped what I was doing right away and just was like, I, I couldn't believe that they actually did it. Um, I think he wow. looks great. I mean, there, there are obvious um, changes that had to be made from like third party with no safety regulations and Hasbro that has to, you know, like you said, it's eight and up. So, you know, he can't be as pointy and stuff as the mm-hmm. third party figures are. But I think with all with all of the compromises that have to be made for a mainline figure, I think they did a really good job. The colors are spectacular, mm-hmm. and yeah, he, he just looks fantastic. Mm. Right on. I think you'll pick one up, Jeremy. Yeah. Right on. Cool. I totally will Mike? too. Mike, what do you, what do you think? I'm, I'm looking for a little bit more of a critical eye from you, Jeremy. Jeremy loves everything. It's you know, <laughs> you know it's it's not you're not really going to get him to say anything poor about uh about much so i'm looking for a little bit more critical from you all right all right i can bring the negativity it's no problem <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm actually going to start off with the things that i i do like on this because this is a really solid figure and i think hasbro really did a, a, an excellent job on on a representation on this i love that it's a voyager size figure that has like wrist and like finger articulation that is just mm, 10 kinds of badass uh Here's here's my my critique of it, and 
surprisingly, I'm actually not going to critique too much about the like the the visual part of this because I really actually do like the visual part of it. But I'm going to compare this to something. Remember that Generation Springer that came out, the Voyager one that came out, like, mm-hmm. what, seven, eight years ago now? The Nick mm-hmm. Roach design one. Exactly, yeah. yeah. That, at least for me, is one of my favorite figures of all time. It's certainly in the top ten of all Transformers figures I've ever owned, if not in the top five. It is a okay. superbly solid figure. I've seen this kind of compared to that in terms of quality, and... That Springer was a surprise. Like when it came out, like and I got it. It was like, oh wow, this is like a, a, I got because it was a new Springer. And then I realized this is a great toy. This already has that kind of anticipation coming in. If this doesn't deliver, this is going to be mm-hmm. a huge disappointment for everyone. So sure. it's already got that build up and that anticipation, and it's got a lot to live up to. And this is just from photographs alone. So I'm a little scared on that. Uh, I'm glad that the pictures that came out did show like the the back and did show like around the side, so we're not seeing any hollowness for it. So that's that's super solid, and I'm really glad on that. But at the at the same time, I am going to to stay cautiously optimistic on this because, again, a lot of anticipation with just how good the figure looks in photos. But once you get in hand, like you don't want it to to go from like yeah, this is going to be the next next greatest figure in the world to oh this is shit like if this has like qc issues oof it's it's not gonna go down well Mm -hmm. yeah that's a good point um you know hasbro's qc uh is not been really great recently so you know if you get one that's got a bad you know a loose elbow or loose knees like what's been with the sludge Mm. sludge has been you know really bad with that um or if you've got one if the gray is yellowing on the thighs like that's that sucks right yeah so yeah it would be really bad um so yeah i i've 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 I hear you on that, and that's going to be something that uh, that I'm going to want to look forward to. I'm po- totally picking one up, Mike. I assume you're picking one up as well. It's a thirty-four dollar oh, yes. investment for you. It's into the. It's I think it's fifty bucks here in Canada, but uh, uh, it's. I mean, it's a fifteen dollar jump because of the exchange rate. So yeah, um, it's uh, it kind of sucks for us, but uh, you know, it's uh, it's one of those figures that I think I just have to have. Um, so my, uh, I'm going to move on to uh, Dr. Pants here because, uh, you know, I know Dr. Pants, you uh, you are also a likey the Decepticon Justice Division. Um, but, uh, you know, I, can you put a uh, can you put a critical hat on here and can you see anything that, uh, you know, you might be worried about or can you or are you just like loving every minute of this? Okay, I have a few things. Um, number one, this was actually not my favorite reveal of the show. It was good. Oh. It was good. You already went over my favorite reveal. It was Leo Convoy, Leo Prime. That was my favorite reveal. I almost lost my crap when that got revealed. Did not expect that to happen. Oh, but nice. uh, just because I, I love me some of the Japanese stuff that, that we're getting some of that. But on we, the on we the we can get back oh, to it. Don't worry. Oh, I know. We'll we'll come back. We'll come back. But on Tarn, um, I want to bring up because I thought this was really funny. Um, and I, I don't know if I've brought it up here, but I brought it up in other places. You talked about like QC issues with the current toys. And I want to say, I actually haven't had really any, any QC issues lately with any of my stuff. I've gotten very lucky. 
do you know what toy for me was ruined because of QC issues? That Generation Springer. I hated that. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. My one oh, arm was floppy. It couldn't hold anything up, and it never, it never fit together. As oh. hard as I tried to transform it, it never all went together. And I mm. could not understand why everyone loved that toy. It was like, this This isn't that great. I've gotten rid of mine since, and I have the War for Cybertron one because I like it better. Then I think you and I are not going to be friends anymore after this. Especially <laughs> when you hear my comments on Lyo Convoy. <laughs> Listen, I know it's not perfect, but we'll get to that. Um, <laughs> but in terms of Tarn, like, I, I'll agree with Mike. This looks really, really good. And I love that we got to see the back. And the fact that there's no hollowness, and we've gotten that a lot in recent figures. I mean, God, you look at the skids that we got in, like, Legacy, and that, like, the whole leg is just empty. But thankfully, yeah. this one doesn't have it. I like to see that they're doing more of the pinned fingers, so they open and close, so we have more posing options. Um, a lot of really great paint apps on this, too. They went all mm -hmm. out, like, making him look accurate. I think my only complaint is, is something's not quite right with the proportions or something compared to how I remember him from the comics. Like something feels off, but I can't tell you what it is. Just mm. something's, something's different, but it's the Decepticon logo. Isn't an Alex Milne drawn Decepticon logo. It's like they used a stamp. <laughs> how could they use a stamp? We want Alex to draw the stamp. We need to have Alex draw the Decepticon logo on each and every copy of this toy. Well, speaking um, speaking of Alex, I really want to give props to uh, to this figure's designer, Mark. Um, and uh, he uh, he was the one on the uh, stream at the time, and he he specifically called out Alex Milne for uh, for the design of Tarn in the comics. He said that uh, he gave a lot of props and praise to the comics. Uh, and the uh, and the design of this of this character in the in the in the book and uh, and made him just an incredible incredible character and a really fun one to to design. The um, the one thing that I wanted to point out and Jeremy, if you could go back to the um, the alt mode, is uh, there's the the side like the the tank treads in the comic book. If I'm going to nitpick on this, the comic book alt mode. There is no, it, it looks like these tank treads are kind of double stacked on each other in the, in the comic book alt mode. They are not double stacked. They're one continuous uh, tank tread. So that's the, if I'm nitpicking on something, that's, that's the, the, the big one there. That's, that's the only real one. Toys again. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, I'm really, I like the way they've done this. Uh, the Voyager scale is, is, where i would want to see this figure as well um so yeah i'm I'm pretty happy with this and i will be picking it up as well but let's move on because there was more than just uh you know tarn uh i've already mentioned the 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 leo prime uh they they did a a brand new junkion figure and this one is also or no he's in um where is he here he's in the deluxe class and he is scrap hook now this here i have to mention uh, apparently, Scraphook, <laughs> based on Charles's Empire of Rust original Junkion scientist character, Scrap Heap. Um, and I sure, uh, Mike, you want to uh, you want to comment on that? You want to give us a bit of a uh, a bit of a of a elevator uh, pitch on on who Scrap Heap is and why they are the same? So 
Yeah, so Charles made, uh, for one of our special episodes, Charles made a an original character called Scrap Heap. He is a, a Junkion uh, scientist that turned into a tow truck. Uh, and this is a Junkion that turns into a tow truck. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's half of the name. I guess there can only be one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it is a Junkion with the name Scrap in it, so I suppose just process of elimination that that'll eventually get there <laughs> yeah uh but yeah like like the moment we we saw that both uh charles and i did the, the same thing actually i think uh uh stock japan's i think you did too yeah. i think yeah this is this is eerily similar to <laughs> charles's character so uh either they're copying charles or charles and hasbro have similar mindsets I, think I, just, I like to think happen. that there are Hasbro designers that listen to Empire of Rust. Yeah, me too. I like the I like that idea. You know what? Why not? I'm down with it. I'm down with it. Hey, hey, John Hasbro, I got some more designs for you if you uh, if you need some help, <laughs> or, or if you want to join in as a special episode, I'm sure you can accommodate. I definitely yeah, can. <laughs> you got you got this bear character that everyone's gonna love, <laughs> and and you so got some like. Get some re, uh, reissues for Polo Claw that you can uh, recolor. So, you know what? We're good. So, moving on, we're gonna uh, we I touched base and uh, on the uh, on 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 breakdown. So we do have breakdown, and he is in the deluxe class of obviously he's the uh, the fourth limb for Menasaur, um, and uh, he will uh, be coming out in uh, the 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 first wave of this legacy evolution. Um, but uh, continuing on in the deluxe class, well, we've got... There's huh? something interesting about Breakdown that they brought up. The packaging, they're making Oh, it that's right. Like yes. The, it's not going to be the Legacy Evolutions packaging. It's going to be the regular Legacy packaging for MISB collectors that want to not have a display that's messed up. That's right. I, they did say that. That is such a small OCD detail, but I love it. <laughs> I I appreciate that. I'm not a I'm not an MISB collector, but I know like collecting games and whatnot. When like companies switch the logo on the spine just a little bit, it's like it's not matching. Yeah. So, but that's very cool. I I do remember them talking about that and how uh, how it was uh, Ben. Uh, who had to fight for that uh, that that specific box to be uh, to be used on breakdown? Um, continuing on in the deluxe class, we are getting uh, deluxe class Needle Nose, and Needle Nose is a character who uh, who got a, a bit more prominence in the comic book, but uh, he is a G one character that uh, has got his target masters, and uh, he's uh, he's getting some uh, some love here in in the, the uh, Legacy Evolutions line. And uh, yeah, he looks he looks really good. Um, yeah, I, I really like the way this guy looks. Um, but uh, the Target Masters as well. I forget their names, but uh, um, yeah, hmm. looks great. Looks really great. Um, <clears throat> we're gonna keep moving on, and we've got ourselves a Hot Shot, and he is no actually known as Armada Hot Shot. Um, but, uh, he is another, the last of the deluxe characters. And, uh, this is, uh, this is for those Armada lovers out there. We got ourselves, um, you know, the first 
question mark um armada character to be uh to be revealed in this line in this so, line no did... star scream right uh but this is our this is evolutions not 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 in legacy it's legacy is... it's the same it's all it's all legacy it's all legacy hmm. uh, semantics let's uh let's semantics uh so there's a there's a poster that we just already talked about that uh that that teases something else that uh we'll talk about in a second um but we got our uh, our Mata hot shot here and uh, and he looks he looks pretty good um for all of those armada armada fans out there one thing i, I just know noticed at least one <laughs> one thing i just noticed he has like a uh, place for an Autobot insignia kind of um, molded into him. Mm-hmm. Like the, the one thing I liked about the Armada line was all of the faction symbols were kind of molded mm. on the figures instead of mm. just stickers. That's kind of an homage to that. Mm. Now, moving into the core class line, I'm going to jump to the uh, the repaint that uh, that I didn't think they'd do in the core class, but they are going to do, and it is Sound Blaster. So they've already re-released Soundwave once, and now they're going to repaint him and release him as Sound Blaster. This mold is is got a lot of legs already, um, but uh, it's a great mold. And if you never got a chance to uh, experience the Soundwave than uh, experience uh, him as Sound Blaster. The one thing that I would say to this is I think Sound Blaster now should have a um, the uh, the Mercenary logo on him. I think he should, mm-hmm. you know, the Decepticon logo is fine for the actual Decepticons, yeah. but uh, Sound Blaster, he, he gets the Mercenary logo. No. Nope. If anybody does, it's him. Nope. No, no. Well, no. you can go to hell, sir. I'm, you can I'm go, to, go hell. to hell. I'm gonna go get my G1 Sound Blaster and put a, a mercenary logo on there just to piss you off. Uh huh. See. <laughs> um. So, continuing on with the core class, we're gonna do. Uh, they 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 released two, and we did see both of these names on a on a on a like a stock list or a, you know one of those le- leaked lists. Um, but we've got core class sludge and core class, uh, slug. And we're looking at both of these guys right now, but, uh, let's do uh, sludge first and yeah, they're core class Dinobots. Um, and they look pretty good. Um, but they are a little odd, uh, because they, uh, you know, sure they're core class, but they've got a lot of kibble and, uh, you know, they're, core class you think okay well maybe they don't particularly need you know to uh they don't transform overly well because they're such small figures they have to have a weird little setup to 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 do but no actually they combine they're combining these core class figures these core class dinobots are going to combine into a velocitron and there's going to be a six one oh sorry velocitron yes volcanicus (laughs) sorry another v word um so we got a Volcanicus coming, and, and it will include a sixth Dinobot. And Mark teased that uh, if you know your Transformers history uh, with regards to Dinobots, uh, you should be able to guess the 
sixth member of this Dinobot team. Um, I'm putting it out there. It's I think it's paddles. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) paddles is my vote. Yeah, (laughs) so it makes sense with the the sludge being the mold already. You just gotta swap out the the legs, but uh, basically you you just have to add feet or add paddles on the end. Yeah, so I think that's a really easy remold. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I think it's going to be paddles. It's uh, it, it works really well with uh, with what they're with what they're trying to do. Or slash. Um, it could be slash, but slash is a completely different character, right? Wasn't there also a sworn in one of the comics? There was. A, there was uh, scorn was one of the live action Dinobots in. Oh. Age of Extinction. But wasn't but wasn't Slash the the sixth Dinobot they added in Power of the Primes? Yeah, but that's not that's history. Transformers history. He's talking about this. Is, I mean, that's not really history. That's like recent events. I was thinking there there was the one in like Redemption of the Dinobots that Livia Rimadelli John Barber book that had it was the two headed. Straight, straight. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, possibly, but that well, that was to, to replace Whoop. Yeah. yeah, there there's a lot. They could make an entire another Dinobot team out of the other six Dinobots. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's very cool. You get uh, Jeremy can show you pictures of uh, Slug now, and uh, yeah, he's uh, he looks really good. He's got the red face, so he's back to being his. Uh, this is this is just standard slug now. He's got a red head, so he's his, the the G one cartoon counterpart or or uh, or his uh, his deco. So he looks good for a core class figure. Got to remember, a core class is gonna it's hard to to articulate all the the plastics. So there's hmm. got to be some kind of uh, you know uh, you got to make some allowances. With them being pictured on this sand, does it look kind of like they're in a tar pit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Both sure. him and Sludge, I was just like, are they in the tar pit? That that's kind of and, mean. And when you look at when you look at Sludge, like he doesn't look like he's got back feet. Right. So it looks like he's sinking in. <laughs> but Yeah. All right, and then uh, we're going to move on to uh, uh, they they showed off the 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 double pack that had been sh- uh, uh, teased at uh, was it uh, San Diego Comic Con? Yeah, mm-hmm. this was the Orion packs and Alpha Trion. Uh, this is the uh, the Evolutions two pack. I think is that what they're calling it? I don't remember. Uh, le- hero, a le- yeah, a hero is born two pack. That's what they've called it. Um, so. This, I mean, this looks great. Um, this is apparently a uh, a pulse uh, Hasbro Pulse exclusive. Um, we'll see how long that lasts. So, may end up at uh, a Target, or you may see a whole shit ton of them at Ollie's. So, who knows? But uh, you know, I uh, I would like to find one of these because it looks pretty cool. But. Uh, um, I'm not going to be heartbroken if I can't find one. I'm definitely and... a Yeah, I mean, that, that cup mold is really versatile. You can make like four or five different yeah. versions of cups and you can make Ryan packs. 
<laughs> the um the last one that they revealed um I don't think anybody I mean they saved it we'll save it for last because we can probably just gloss over it really quickly nobody really cares about it is a um is the uh is just a is it's I mean it's shattered glass it's just I mean it already it's already been out it's been, they've produced another one yeah just just flip past it it's a shattered glass sound wave yeah. but it's it's the Netflix version <laughs> I was getting to that oh so yes, I didn't they have... know you were being sarcastic. I'm sorry. <laughs> so yeah, they've uh, they've 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 shown off. We all knew that the fifth uh, issue of the Shattered Glass Two miniseries, the final issue of Transformers comics that IDW is going to put out, is going to be uh, Shattered Glass Soundwave. Uh, they have now released and, and shown off uh, images of the figure that will be coming out, and it is. Um, the Netflix Soundwave, the very popular and hard to find one um, that we found out was, um, you know, licensed to uh, Walmart. Or Walmart. And I guess by making it a different character, by calling him Shattered Glass Soundwave um, and changing the colors, it it uh, it is a little loophole in their contract. So. Um, or it's expired. I don't know. Uh, I mean, um, I don't think it's expired, but it's, uh, it seems like it would be, uh, um, still, they'd still hold it for a little while longer. Um, they have, they have given this a new head because this head does have a, uh, a green bandana on it and, or I guess it's a headband, but, uh, yeah, so he's got a little headband and, uh, because it's the Netflix version, it does come with the, uh, minions. So he's got uh, a laser beak and a ravage and yeah they uh they look pretty good for for shattered glass figures so yeah uh i'm gonna start with dr pants uh i'm gonna open it up to you i wanted to see what you thought about all these things um there's uh there's a lot here to uh to talk about so uh you know maybe don't go over everything but uh you know give me your highlights uh, a couple highlights and a couple lowlights if you have any Highlights. Shattered glass sound wave with the bandana and it turns into a tape deck. Uh, that is the only thing I pre-ordered. That was the only one I got on Hasbro Pulse and pre-ordered. Because um, right. I had to. Uh, yeah. Uh, I already said uh, Leo Prime, Lyle Convoy, however you want to say it. Um, I am going to say that that figure, like the, the lion mode head, looks like garbage. <laughs> I hate the lion face. But, but I love the robot mode. I love me a Leo Prime, Leo Convoy, and like I am going to buy it because I want to ensure that we see more stuff like it. He's not going to stand in Lion Mode. I don't. I don't care. I don't care. And I will say this: I think the Lion Mode overall looks better than the Masterpiece Lion Mode did, even oh. if the face is crap. Yeah, the face was better on the Masterpiece, but <laughs> I think this does a better job of being a lion in general than the Masterpiece did. It looks more well put together. Uh oh! I think Scrap Hook. Wait, Scrap Heap, Scrap Hook. Which one's the Which one's the new figure we got? Scrap Hook. Yeah, Scrap Hook. Okay, okay. Um, I like that a lot, and I like the fact that it's a it's a modular transformer. It's going to break apart and become armor, and mm. I think that works really well with Junkions. And I actually hope we see more Junkions like that because I'd like to like just get a bunch of them and like play with them and put them together. 
It fits the um, whole thing. It, it yeah. Uh, I liked a lot of the modular transformers they came out with in War for Cybertron, so I'm kind of excited for this, especially because it has a legitimate alt mode, <laughs> legitimate alt mode, and robot mode, and then pieces. Whereas, like, we had the base formers, we had the dinosaur ones, the fossilizers. The ones in Siege were okay, but, you know, they were trying to be the, um, like, minion bots for the city bots. But I like that this is, like, an actual tow truck, so that looks really cool. Low points, hot shot. Uh, his legs are stupid hollow. And also, <laughs> it looks like his windshield is coming right up to the top of his thigh. He's going to have, like, no leg articulation whatsoever. And, uh, well, I just don't like Hotshot. So, mm. not a fan. And Needle Nose. Needle Nose is a low point. That figure looks really hollow. It ha- it looks like it's got the simplest transformation. Like, this looks like a G1 transformation. It looks very, very simple. And Yes, and? Well, it's fine for a G1 toy, but we're past that. We're past that. Um, I'm not. Okay. Defense, you've, you've stolen like every point I was going to make. I'm really sorry. <laughs> um, I, I have two more points. Number one, uh, why is Needle Nose the last double target master for the Decepticons we're getting? And it's the only one that came with target masters. Quake didn't come with any. Spinister had them, but they came with other ca- with other packs and whatnot. And they were stupid hard to get a hold of. But no, Needle Nose, we're just going to throw them in there. The core class Dinobots, I think, are kind of fun, and I'm glad they combine into Volcanicus, but I'm really, really hoping that maybe down the line, as a Generation Selects or something, they they recolor them as Dino King. I would mm. like to see that. You know, mini the, the uh, Monstructor Japanese repaint, because they were miniature bots, they were all dinosaurs. Do them. I think that'd be cool. But uh, sorry to sorry to steal your thunder there, Mike. How dare you? I, I hope you have other things to bitch about. <laughs> yeah, well, Mike, why don't you go and, and thunder up on us there for for us? Here. All right, all right, I can do that. I can I can follow up that thunder, thunder, thunder. So Scott, I I know you 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 love the Netflix sound wave on there. Except I paid eighty dollars for my Netflix sound wave, and I have no desire for an, another one to come out. <laughs> <laughs> But that's just that's me. Fair. No, that's fair. <laughs> I I do want to to pre-order that uh, Alpha Trion and Orion Pax one. I, I, I we talked about it before, but I do really like it. That's fun. Uh, all of the core class ones I'm going to be skipping out on, and they're core class. They're fun. If you want to get them, cool. That's great. I hope they actually do like a like you said like a box set. Uh, but I hope or actually no, I, I hope they do like a box set for them at some point. I might pick that up, but mm, they're core class. I'm I'm not really. Not really into that right now. I don't hate Hotshot. I mean, it looks kind of cool. You know, it's it's not for me. I'm just not into it. But, yeah, I have no problem with it. Uh, you know, let's give some of the, the Armada characters some love. And because it is supposed to be a legacy line. It's supposed to have, like, all of the lines that have come out. So I don't have a problem with it. I do see what you're saying with the, the windshield on the back of the legs. There. I didn't notice that before. That That could be... A little rough. Uh, maybe they'll like an al- maybe there'll be an alternate transformation or something you can do to to help that out. But yeah, I do wish it came with a, a minicon though with a with Jolt. That yeah, that's really the the, the only big point that I can I can uh, disagree with. However, with Needle Nose, I am. 
I totally agree with you. I like when I first saw Needle Nose, I thought this is kind of cool. I like it. And then I actually looked at it and I, I came to the conclusion that if you took off his backpack, he actually looks like a really awesome robot figure and a good representation of Needle Nose. However, the wings looks like they look like they're fixed to his back. The, the thruster looks like it's fixed to his back. The nose cone looks like it's fixed to his back. It looks like it's a robot underneath a plane. And mm, no, just yeah. And no, <laughs> which is really unfortunate because I'm looking at like his actual like robot like stuff and he's got a, a lot of really good things going on with it. Like he's got like the double elbow articulation, which is really nice. He's got wrist articulation, which is really cool. He's got uh, he's got the it looks like the, the ankle tilts are a little a little less because of the, the bulkiness of his shins, but I'm, I don't hate it or anything. The joints on the hips that they're, they're great too. He's got articulation all over the place. He's got a lot of really cool things happening on the robot. Nothing else, like, like as a train. So as a robot toy, really cool as a transformer. Mm, no hard pass. Mm-hmm. Jeremy, uh, I'm going to need you to pull out the clip of Mike saying, I'm looking at his robot stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I'll accept that. uh, Let's mark that, please. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Breakdown. I'm I'm passing on breakdown. No problem with them or anything. I just, I haven't gotten the uh, the rest of the Sonicon, so I'm not going to go in for breakdown. Uh, The, the, spoiler axe thing is kind of neat not gonna lie <laughs> that, that's kind of cool for a weapon but yeah it, that was just not for me uh junk heap oh not junk heap uh scrapbook god <laughs> this is scrapbook i love i have no problems with any of this i love the fact that they're they're doing like the modular uh transformer with a junkie on that is as 10 kinds of kick-ass i out of all the di- whoever is designing the the product line for like the modulator kind of stuff like the break apart stuff they are they're geniuses because they're hitting it good on like literally every part they're hitting the only one that that's even slightly iffy on with the fossilizers but like whatever don't care the the bases the the weaponizers and now these excellent whoever's doing that hasbro if you're listening keep on going i approve uh we already talked about tarn i love tarn uh and uh and and scott yeah um lyo convoy or lyo prime that's a big no that's a big no for me (laughs) and you already mentioned one of the biggest reasons i hate that figure is the derpy lion face (laughs) yeah it just oh it's got some amazing box art where like this this white and gold lion and this this epic pose just roaring. It looks so great. And then you see the actual <laughs> lion toy. I know. <laughs> and it's just awful. Uh I don't like the the way the legs work in in the beast mode and I dislike how massive those like four paws and the, the little claw things are under his arm. Uh, just the torso and the head, I will say, look look good. 
<laughs> I'm going to make an argument for the four paws that that is cartoon accurate. And it was shit then, too. How <laughs> dare you? It was that is what they said they were going for. Yeah. Uh, either of you own the original toy? I do. I'm showing it and, off on okay. And yeah, it, okay. It's accurate so it, to the original. It's accurate yeah. to the original toy too. And it looks shit on that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I actually, I, I really do enjoy the the original uh, Lyle Convoy figure. It's, it's got its its flaws here and there, but I, I do enjoy it as a toy. This though, it looks like a cheap imitation of it. I, I'm sorry. It just, no. it does. Mike, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, that's. And we're going to talk about this at some point because we have, we have an episode planned about this. But um, I felt that way about the majority of the Kingdom Beast Wars figures. But, yeah, I, again, it's a character that doesn't get a whole lot of American representation. So if you're, if you're going to throw a character I love out there, I'm going to get it just to be like, here's sure. my money. Give me more. I can. And yeah, I can appreciate that. Yeah. And, I, really and can. I, I agree with your criticisms to an extent. Like, I, I get it, and uh, I don't think this is going to be anyone's favorite figure from this line. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Jeremy? Um, some highlights and some lowlights from you. Well, I mean, as you said earlier in the show, I like everything. So, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't really have too much to complain about. I, I'm not as picky on details as the rest of you. Um, I do admit that the the lion mode of of Leo Convoy is not the best, but they were going for the animation accuracy, and eighties animation was not the best. So maybe they hit their mark. That was late nineties, just so you know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, no, I've never seen the no excuses. Yeah. Just no Whatever. excuses. Part. Anyway, um. I don't know. I mean, it's hard to really get a low light. Like the the core class, they are what they are. I mean, mm-hmm. can't really criticize them too much. Although Sludge's robot mode just is awful. With with it looks like he's got like holsters on the side of his legs or something. Um, I'm not the biggest Armada fan, so Hotshot is not one that really interests me. But I'm happy that he exists. Because alt mode, you know, th- there are a, a good number of alt mode fans that I'm sure are very happy for it. So I'm happy for them. But I am excited for Tarn. I think Tarn just looks great. And I think they, sp- they probably spent extra engineering resources on Tarn to make sure it was as good as it could be. Yeah. Um, it looks so good. Uh, Scrap Heap, I-, I think making the, the Junkions. Scrap hook. I'm oh, sorry, scrap hook. <laughs> <laughs> but making the jumpy ons kind of fit into that weaponizer class that they've been doing. Yeah. I think it's smart. It fits the the like you know, all junkions should be modular just in general. I mean have have a Rekgar that has an arm from another bot. It, it fits. So I think that's really cool. Uh and then the the uh Shatterglass Soundwave, I think, looks great. And I, I like how they, they they talked about the headband on the stream and how it was never going to be 
well, I don't think they even mentioned like soft goods, but they mentioned like soft plastic and it was never going to be that. So doing it as basically just a headband, I think that's fine. And really, I mean, when I think of like 80s, headbands were kind of popular, you know, among like what I would see if Shatter, if Shatterglass Soundwave was Soundwave in the 80s, I could see him wearing a headband. It's like he, he would be, he would be having like a jazzercise class or something. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I, I think it fits. And you, you get the minions and, uh, you know, Shatterglass Ravage has like taken a life of its own online thanks to uh, David Willis. And I think it's awesome that we get an official version of that. So uh, for the most part, I am happy about what they real what they revealed with very few components. Right on. Well, I'm going to go quickly through our, our next couple pieces. Um, so this piece of art that uh, that we referenced was shown off at the start of the stream uh, just to uh, kind of show that uh, this is the box art for the uh, Legacy Evolutions um, boxes. And uh, you see all of the figures we just talked about. And a couple more. So you got to look in there and you can see a couple that are being teased. Um, but there's one glaring one right at the top of the screen at the middle, uh, at the top of the image. And, uh, and Jeremy, I'm going to let you talk about this one because I think you, uh, you may be, uh, you may be more invested than I think anyone ever in the world. If this is not a deluxe class Armada prime that is superposable, and very bendy. I will be very upset, and I, I will complain vigorously on Twitter. Have you heard about Twitter? <laughs> it, it, it's a place where you can complain vigorously about things. I, I've heard. I've heard there are there are complaints on Twitter. That is the the new yeah. uh, the new comment box. But it, it definitely does look like our. I mean, it's definitely Armada Prime. To me, yeah. it looks like the um, the bendy Prime version of the character. If it is going to mm-hmm. be a large, bulky version with trailer i will be very upset mm-hmm. we've, we've gotten to the point though where they could make us a bendy prime that's superposable and still have it combined with the trailer we have the technology it is possible <laughs> but that means i'll yeah. be paying you know 60 70 dollars when all i want is the prime i don't care about the trailer <laughs> i i have the armada prime with the trailer in a bin somewhere i have no interest in it at all it's just give me the posable bendy prime because it is such a cool design and i just i love everything about it except for the the knee problem where you have to like flip the knee Mm. well let's go through a couple of these other ones here that i can see now uh off the top of my head the ones that i the ones that i see that have not been announced uh and are just being teased on here we've got a swoop right under uh right Yep. <laughs> you're a you're funny. I mean, it's <laughs> Nobody's told you before. I'm going to tell you now. You're a funny guy. <laughs> um up in the top right corner, there are the uh, Quintesson ship and uh was it the ne- I can never the, remember the nemesis, the, ne- yeah. the nemesis, right. So, uh so we've got two new ships. Uh, in a in a world where the arc 
is now a transformer. Uh, it does not go uh, without thinking that we may get another ship uh, turning into something. Uh, speculation is running that this giant Decepticon looking head in the middle is actually the head of the, the nemesis in robot mode. Uh, now we've get we're getting ones here that are are already in in, in the existing in the line. So we already have kickback uh, in the uh, in in legacy, but we do see a bomb uh, a bombshell and we see a scrappy or a scrapnel here. Um, and the so shrapnel, we, they got the name back. Oh, did they get name back? Okay, cool. Yeah. So shrapnel, great. Uh, so the uh, so will we get the rest of them in uh, in this line? I assume we will. Um, we, uh, we also right down in front, we've got the Junkions. Now, um, it looks like we're going to get another motorcycle here at some point because the, uh, the, they are, uh, doing the, uh, the modulator thing here and they've got, uh, they've got scrap hook, uh, combined with two front wheels of two different, uh, two different motorcycles. Um, and then, um, one of them. Uh, on a sidecar so the, i think the one on the left hand or sorry the right hand side of the screen i think that's the actual car- uh, figure so it's a motorcycle with a sidecar and some guns on top and then on the far left hand side of the uh of the the picture you were getting the the front of 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 scrap hook um and then there's another motorcycle over here uh with somebody riding them so i think there's a bunch here does anybody see anything i'm missing um uh-huh. Uh, is this one here uh, a certain bounty hunter? The, the it, spiky car? I can't remember the name. Uh, uh, lockdown. Lockdown. Yeah. You think that's lockdown? That's the one I was talking about where no. it's. it looks like it's the front of Scrap Hook. Um, it, it, I, 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 I think that's another one. They've also talked about um, Detritus getting a figure who is a... Um... That's the the Hound remold. Or how yeah, repaint. but they, yeah. I mean, they, they, they could also just redo that as a new, new character or a new figure too. Sure. Yeah. Um, yep. this image is weird because if you look at the one that was posted on TFW 2005 and the original one, um, there's the figure right, be- right below needle nose and Lyle convoy. It looks blue and it looks like skids, but the original image it's gray. So it's gotta be cross cut. Mm. Me... Yes. Fine. Try and find it. I didn't mention it though, in that it, this image was uh, was uh, produced by uh, Transformers, longtime Transformers artist and box artist Marcelo Mater. Yeah. So you can definitely uh, you can you can see that uh, um, he's he's doing a lot more more Transformers work now. Yeah, so uh, I see the scrap the, the the crosscut there. Yeah. Yeah. And in the Insecticons, it does look like. It's a little hard to see, but I'm pretty sure I see a, um, oh my God, what's his name? The chop shop. It looks like there might be a chop shop in there and possibly a barrage. Okay. Well, I think we did see in one of those lists that they were going to do the deluxe insecticons again. So, I mean, we already have ransack. Is that the one that was in the four pack? Yes. Locust. Okay. So they should finish those out. Yeah. Um, why is laser prime in this? Because they have some of the existing Cause he, ones. he came out, yeah. So I mean, we've got some of the existing ones. There's over here where Crosscut is. They've they've repainted him as uh, as Skids, right? So that's yeah. And then you've got uh, you've got yeah, you got Grimlock, Grimlock and you've got Slug and yeah. So there are some existing ones here. Yeah, just I wish they had put somebody different there, but 
They could. I mean, they could re-release them in the line too. What is True. this behind Leo Prime? I think that's an animated uh, space bridge. Yeah, that looks like it. Is that? It? I I thought that's what that looked like. Hmm. So. I, I like the whole concept of all of these characters are like coming out of portals from yeah. their yeah. their realities. Mm-hmm. If only so, there was a show to go along with this. <laughs> so when I see the the big like Decepticon face in the background, my first thought actually wasn't like the Nemesis or anything like that. It was actually like it was Tarn. I mean, right? I know I it think doesn't. That's what everyone was supposed to think. Yeah, I know it doesn't match the face or anything, but I, I if they do a Nemesis like ship. I I am down immediately. Like the arc was was the f- like I think the first Titan that I actually pre-ordered the moment it was announced, and I would do the same thing for the Nemesis. Really? Mm. Yeah. The arc was the first Titan that I could care less about, so <laughs> I did not I did I did not want it once whatsoever. Mm. If you look at the the face, I mean, it just it seems more like the face of the arc. In terms of just structure and stuff, yeah. So I, I can I, see. I feel that. like it's it is the face of the nemesis because the the arc's face mimics the Autobot logo, correct? A right. little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, makes sense. Hmm. Just coincidentally, comes a, they release this at the same time that they release the uh, you know the the Tarn figure, right? Yeah, Trixie. Mm-hmm. So moving on from this, I just want to kind of finish us up here because we're kind of running long already. The um, We got two uh, Instagram posts, one's from um, Evan Brooks on uh, in, yeah, on Instagram. He's the designer, Evan, and uh, he just uh, he posted a picture of uh, Core Class Optimus alongside Core Class Slug and uh, Sludge just to kind of show you the, the size class of these guys and, uh, yeah, so how they scale up. And, yeah, they're... They're core class. They are they are the the same. And then his last picture, uh, or one of the pictures here, he's got him uh, kind of, you know, uh, set up in how they would uh, fit together in uh, in their combined their combined mode. So hmm. very cool. Um, another one here is uh, from Mark Mar on uh, on Instagram as well, and uh, he's uh, he's done a little series with Tarn. So you get to see uh, Tarn in a bunch of things. And obviously he's put some blast effects on Tarn. Um, it does not look like Tarn is going to come with any blast effects uh, from what I could see from the box. But, nice uh, light piping. but he's, uh, he looks great. He really does. Yeah. And lastly, we've got a, a tweet from James Roberts, who uh, on seeing the news of Tarn being brought into the main line, uh, credited... Um, uh, Alex Milne, and also mentioning the first appearance in uh, More Than Me number seven, and uh, mentioned how uh, he was very excited to see his first original creation uh, get the uh, get to be an uh, an action figure. So very cool. And that's uh, that's it. That's uh, that's all I've got here. Um, I'm gonna Jeremy. I'm gonna throw it back to you. All right. Well. I'm going to throw it to trips to the store, which I'm pressing the wrong button. Charles now. 
The Transmissions Podcast will return after these messages. All right. And uh, Trips to Store is where we show off everything we got this week. And uh, as always, Trips to Store is brought to you by our merch store with T Public. So if you go to transmissionspodcast.com, you, should, you can get all sorts of awesome shirts. Uh, not only the ones that we have, you can get like the one I'm wearing here that's like uh, um, Witwicky Garage. So it is a T Public shirt I got using our link from somewhere else. I, I see Dr. Pants has one of our shirts. Daryl, I think, has one of our shirts. And Mike. 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 I'm cold. I need a sweatshirt. <laughs> Yeah, Mike lives <laughs> in the Northeast, so he's cold. I live in uh, the frigid wastes of the Arctic. Right. So, um, <laughs> T Public often has sales, so uh, check it out when you go there. If they're having a sale, you'll see a banner across the top. Uh, be sure to use that code and save some money. And yeah, I mean, they make great stuff. So, with that out of the way, uh, let's get into what we got this week. Um, I got nothing, so we're going to skip me. And we didn't talk about ahead of time who has what, so... We did. I, we actually did. You weren't here. Well, I yeah, wasn't you here, so... Here. <laughs> and I just, sent you the, I just sent you the order, but uh, that's okay. You're not looking there, so... I, I, I'm, I'm next. I am looking at StreamYard, Daryl. I, I I'm not looking at I'm, StreamYard. I'll send it to Discord, but I'll go next. I'm going to go first. Okay. Then. There we go. Yay! It's me. Hi, everybody. Uh, I got uh, I got two comic books to uh, to start off with. Uh, first up, um, a book that uh, I guess you guys talked about without me. Uh, I got Shattered Glass number two. This uh, this is uh, the cover A, which uh, I don't remember who did this cover. Uh, oh, Dan Kana did this yeah, cover. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, this is uh, I like this cover a lot. And uh, yeah, so we got uh, Shattered Glass, Blaster, and Soundwave on this one. So, uh, ooh, Soundwave's in it. Before we go on, uh, since you mentioned Shattered Glass, uh, Soundwave, I forgot the retailer incentive. Oh, I guess that's an alt mode, isn't it? It's an alt mode discussion, sir. Okay, never mind. Never an alt mind. mode discussion. Settle down. Okay, sorry. This trips to the store. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you can edit that. And the, the, uh, the other comic I got... I bought this one because I'm going to be at TFCon Chicago and one of the artists that will be there in attendance um, uh, is featured in this book. Uh, this is Savage Dragon number 24. Uh, you know, this is the first published work of a Mr. Casey Caller. Oh, nice. Hmm. So he appears in the letters page of this book um, with a picture of Savage Dragon. Wow. So so this is the book, Savage Dragon number 24. I uh, have a couple, couple toys. Uh, First up, I got a G1. This is one I didn't really chase all that much. I was like, if it comes in, I'll I'll pick it up. If I come across it for a good price, because I already have one and it's doesn't have the, you know, the bonuses that this one has, but uh, I'll, you know, and then I found target master cup and oh, this one is in gorgeous condition, absolutely gorgeous condition. And I've already got a regular cup. So why do I need a target master cup? But he's a different 
figure. So I got to have a target master version of the regular versions. So yeah, I got him. He looks great. He's complete. And yeah, his stickers are like immaculate. So I'm really, really happy to have this one. And uh, yeah, look at that. Uh, look at that head on him. He's, uh, oh yeah, my he's God. a super thin head. Whew. Yeah. Someone sliced off the back there. Yeah. Um, and the, uh, the other one I've got, uh, this is one that I've been saving. I, I've just kind of had it sitting on a shelf because I uh, got it when uh, I met up with Charles and Jeremy at TFCon Toronto. This is uh, Studio Series. Um, can't remember the number. Twenty. Um, is it twenty? You just on the other side. <laughs> other side. Other, other side. Oh, 20. Hey, there it is. Okay. Uh, series 20. This is Bumblebee. Uh, this is, uh, one of the, uh, this is the, uh, number volume two retro pop highway edition. So it's got this, uh, I love the 80s sleeve on it. And when you take it Ooh. off, you, uh, you get Bumblebee in his little tape box. And, uh, yeah, so that's the Bumblebee in there. He's the Volkswagen Beetle that, uh, appears in the movie. But uh, he's kind of gold color, so he, maybe he's a gold bug. But the reason why I really wanted this is because it's got the little little box here, or the little drawer that opens up, and inside are the uh, the the reissues of those dino cassettes, that those Japanese exclusive dino cassettes. And uh, yeah, I uh, these things got real hot real quick, and uh, I was really happy to be able to get secure these through Charles. So. Thanks, those Charles. Dino cassettes that were on the the double card. I think so. I have I I now own all three different times that they were re released, and uh, I can't remember uh, which which ones were done which way. Um, but I know that they were there were two different ones done because the other Bumblebee also had Dino cassettes in them as well. I think they were done in like translucent, or these ones are translucent. I'm not entirely sure. Um, but, uh, and then the ones that were released on the card, which is right there. Um, it's, uh, they're just done like, uh, the exact same as they were originally, but, uh, either way, I'm pretty happy to have this. It's, uh, it's another one of those movie studio series figures that I, I swore that I'd never get. And, uh, and I, I now own, so there you go. Awesome. Well, I see the post now in discord. So Mike. You're up next. What do you got? I thought I was going last, but I guess I'm not. It, it says specifically here, Dark <laughs> Pants, last. Oh, maybe oh. I screwed that up. <laughs> maybe I screwed that up. So maybe it is Mike uh, uh, last. I don't know. I don't remember. Mike, you want to go last? Go last. There's no rules. Charles isn't here. <laughs> no, Charles. Oh, okay. I guess I'm going now. All right. All right. <laughs> you were overruled by Daryl. That's fine. That's fine. I'm still ahead. I'm still like after Daryl, so I'm good. Um, <laughs> Just make Mike cry with what you have to show us. Uh, it's not that big. I only got three things, but the first one is I got Commander Class Motormaster, so he's in Menasaur mode because that's where he'll be. Mm-hmm. No yellowing, no yellowing. Uh, I already got drag. Lucky. I, got, I got drag strip on him, and uh, I kind of love the whole exoskeleton thing they got going on with this. It makes it super solid, and I think he looks great because. The Combiner Wars one sucks. Sucks. <laughs> yeah, I've got the G2 version of the Combiner Wars one, and uh, I, I, I don't want it anymore. I got this. Well, good news. Looks like there's a G2 version of this one coming out. 
<laughs> I know. Scott, I'll, I'll take that G2 one from you. Really? Okay. <laughs> Good. It's gone. <laughs> I'm not going to pay for it. I'm just going to take it from you. Oh, hell <laughs> no. Hell no. Um, so you might notice here that I've got my Masterpiece Star Saber over here, and it's because I, I was messing around with him, but that's also because uh, I got another Star Saber. I got Iron Trans Star Blade Ooh. because I love Star Saber, and honestly, this thing looks fantastic. Uh, he is so much die cast, so solid. Everything is painted. He looks looks absolutely beautiful, and like honestly. Which one looks better? <laughs> this one. This one looks better. When the left looks whiter. Uh, this one? Yeah. Yeah, because it's it's pure white plastic. This is like painted white plastic. Uh, so mm -hmm. it's it's glossy. Um, I still well, I love the mask. the paint is white, it won't yellow. Yeah. No, like everything is painted on him. And uh, he's really, really cool. Also, look at the sword. It's actually big enough. This thing is impressive. Because that's the other thing. This is the big sword on the masterpiece. This is not big. This is tiny. I want the big one. The big one. Uh, but this figure is really, really cool. Uh, the He does have a Brain Master with him, but he doesn't have the Brain Master gimmick where you close the chest and the face moves up like the masterpiece. But there's a Brain Master in there. But figure's really cool. does all the transformation and everything. And they are planning on doing a Victory Leo. So down the road, I will pick that up to go with this. But Planning. Yeah, planning. <laughs> well, they were planning to do it before the pandemic hit, so that might have uh, picked mm. up a few things. But uh, my last thing, Daryl, I'm showing it off just for you. And I made sure while I was at... No. <laughs> Is that what you want? Do you want to see my butt? <laughs> I'd pay to see that. Yeah, it's, 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 what, I mean, it's what the people want. Can you can you not see the comments? That will be on... Uh, no one in the comments is saying, yeah, Dr. Pants, but no, but Daryl... but. I got a Unicron trilogy figure. <laughs> oh, um, well, I was going to be all excited. That looks no, like the Guardians I... of the Galaxy show. Yeah. yeah kind of, yeah. <laughs> um, no, I specifically picked this up because Daryl said the next time I was on, there better not be any Unicron trilogy stuff. <laughs> and I was like, well, I can't disappoint now. Uh, I got Dive Bomb. He was actually, actually, I, I needed to pick this up because it was the last of the Terracons I needed, so... I found it. It was like five bucks, and I'm like, "All right, cool." <laughs> so, Sorry. there you go. That, that's uh, that's all I got. That's all. Those I got. uh, those star sabers. Those those are big bots, man. Uh yes. It's almost like we should do. Well, maybe we should wait for another one to come out, and then we could do a nice big episode to celebrate it. Which I'm on the fence thing. whether I'm going to open mine. <laughs> so, really? oh oh oh, why? Because it's white. Maybe, um, <laughs> but I I have enough star sabers to actually com you know to contribute. So I could I could talk. I I know you have at least one. I don't. <laughs> so yep. yeah, I have an I have a I definitely have another one too. I have a, a fairly rare one. Really? Okay. Mm -hmm. He's black. Ooh. Okay. Anyway, Mike. <laughs> yeah. All right, Mike. Make my uh, cry. my uh, Star Saber actually is the uh, the Planet X version, and I really love that. And I love that they're coming out with the uh, the Victory Leo or the yeah the Victory Leo pretty soon. Coming out, it's scheduled for like I, this month I, or next month. Well, or I just said I just looked, and it still says Winter twenty twenty two. 
on Big awesome. Bad Toy Store. It's October. Yep. Yeah, I'm I'm on the fence October. about getting it. So. Yeah, yeah, you, you should because the Star Saber is a beautiful figure and that looks awesome. Anyway, so I got the latest or one of the the latest ones in the uh, latest books in the IDW Phase Two collection. I'm slowly making my way to finish up that one, so that's number eleven in the Phase Two collection. All appropriate with today's toy reveal. Exactly right. Worked out perfect. So grab that off of Amazon. So that is good. Uh, Renegade Games shipped me the first expansion for the the deck building game, the Infiltration Protocol. Uh, so the last one left is the the Dinobot expansion, which I think is early next year or later this year or something. So uh, that is fun. I've already looked at uh, looked at that. Now I have I have two more things to show, and one is uh, and I'm going to do the first one, which is a, a a bit of a story here. So I ordered the stamps from the Royal Mail for uh, for Transformers. And not only did I order the stamps, I actually ordered a couple of like the, the printed envelopes that they did too. They were like 50 cents a piece. I'm like, sure, why not? I'll go ahead and do that. So I got sent the like the envelopes along with the, you know, in the little collector's card thing. So that's kind of cool. The Dinobots one. And the Optimus Prime one. Uh, it's a little bit on the little bit bent, which I was a bit on kind of pissed about but you know it, it's not the worst thing in the world but when i opened it's too up bad their too bad their manager died <laughs> oh jeez oh god wow <laughs> damn daryl damn wow she, she was our manager too as i you can I, i'm allowed to say that okay that's, okay. that's fair anyway so i opened up the uh, the package that's containing the stamps and there's something missing from this package. No stamps. The envelope, when I got it, was already opened, and the stamps were missing. Oh, that sucks. Someone stole your stamps? Yep. Well, maybe someone stole it, or, you know, I don't want to assume the worst. Maybe, like, the glue let go on the package or something. It opened up, and the stamps just... Whoosh, like slid right out. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. But yeah. Is there like 45 pounds. I haven't yet because actually I just got these on uh, on Friday. So I figured they weren't open on Saturdays for customer service. So I'm going to send Chemi, send him an email or a call or something on Monday and maybe they'll do a refund or something. I don't know. I mean, it's like 45 pounds worth like, 45 pounds for like the, the two sets that I got. And it's like, God, if, if it was like five bucks, like whatever, screw it. But you know, it was, it was a significant amount and that's, that's, it's disheartening. So I, I hope I can get it resolved and actually can get the, the two sets. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, but I don't want to end on a bad note. So I'm going to show you the last thing I got. This bad boy arrived just last week and i gotta back up because this is a big one. Oh man <laughs> the king of snipers uh prime that they uh they were out the the life-size like uh sniper rifle like prime-esque figure they released 
this like this is not like you know close to the camera this is like right under my chin this thing is like just over like three feet long actually i think it's closer to four feet long uh and it is a massive massive beast i love this so much and we can look on here and i can get a bit closer for it so it's got a little like little compartment over here if i can get the damn thing open come on come on scintillating radio i know guys yeah there we go a little compartment open and the the bullet like the little airsoft bullet goes into the little chamber boop, pops in there there's a like little lever for it on here to, to lock that in place and it actually shoots out you better do it right now i mean yeah for all the people you got watching. a whole you got a whole bunch of figures set behind set up behind you to shoot <laughs> down and let's see if you can actually see it come out on here nope what all right well that's send, unfortunate send it send it back, <laughs> send it, back. <laughs> it, it was working today it's got a bit of performance anxiety it's okay <laughs> It happens to us all. <laughs> it happens to us all. Yep. And one more try, just in just in case it was. There, oh, we there go. went. There you go. Nice <laughs> awesome. Yep. Super fast. It. But yep. Uh, the scope actually is a little like a little magnifying scope too. So when you look through it, actually does, uh, and enhance like it zooms in a little bit on the on what you're looking at. So yeah, it is. It is a beautiful, beautiful uh, uh, figure, and is. So cool, and so inexpensive too. Couldn't believe like the it was just like a hundred ten, and it's like that big. And it's like, damn. What's the quality feel like? That's what I was gonna ask. Solid, like absolutely solid too. Like there's no like loose joints or anything on this. Uh, everything like pins together pretty close. Uh, there's like one or two little small gaps here and there, but, but yeah, the you can kind the quality of the plastic. It doesn't feel like shitty dollar store plastic. It feels good. No, it feels it feels solid. It feels like a like a real figure. Like you can kind of see like on the bottom of the the handle like where the, it doesn't like a hundred percent like close in. Mm -hmm. uh, but I mean even like this, like this entire thing is just one like one cut piece like as it goes through that like snaps together. And as you can see, like it is like you can see the seams on it, but it is solid like all the way through. How's the transformation? Excellent. I mean, you can kind of see it like a little bit here. It, it's it's a somewhat of a simplistic transformation because it it's just needs to kind of like fold a bit. But like feet, uh, like the feet, shins, upper legs, hips, torso, upper arms, lower arms. So and all of this stuff mm -hmm. on the bottom here, like folds in and folds out of the the limbs. So cool. Yeah. Oh. Really, really it's cool neat. figure. Mm-hmm. It's, I just, I just looked, it's up on Amazon. You can buy it from Amazon. Yep. Yep. Uh, Amazon will ship that to you in yeah, gun mode. No, it comes in robot mode. Okay. <laughs> I could order it now and it would be here for Tuesday. Don't do this to me, Mike. <laughs> out of, I, I will say that of out of any figure that I've I've purchased in the last like couple of years, this is one of the the fewest like, the least regrets I have. Like some figures, like I've picked up and it's like, damn, you know, 
it's expensive and it's just not that great and, and everything. But this here, low price, great quality figure, working like airsoft and, gun. In a dark room, you could scare an intruder. Yep. They would have no idea. Exactly. Yep. Uh, yeah. Like I, I can't, I can't sing his praises enough. That's very cool. And it comes with like, like twelve bullets too. It comes with like twelve of these little guys. You mean eleven now? Yeah, because apparently my cat found one and is playing with it. Hey, hey, hey! Stop that! Stop that! <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> okay, that's rubber. You don't want to play with that. Okay. Very cool, Mike. Very cool. That's awesome. All right. Well, I think uh, with that, we will move out of trips to the store. We now return to the Transmissions Podcast. All right. Um, we're going to quickly jump into convention news. I mean, there's really only one thing here to show. So um, TFCon has announced the return of the third-party panel, which, I mean, I think we all expected. They are putting out a call to all third-party product manufacturers to contribute to their presentation. So let, let's hope that we get a lot of new stuff here because I think a lot of the recent ones have been things we already knew about. And let's bring back some of the surprises and unexpected uh, reveals in the third-party panel. So that is all we got for convention news this week. Uh, TFCon is coming up in just a few weeks, so be ready for that. And uh, let's... And we'll be there. Yes. Yes, we will. Jeremy and I will be there. The rest of these idiots won't go, aren't going there, but that's, uh, that's their fault. They, you know, they don't want to go. They don't think it's fun. I got a concert I'm going to, you know, shit. Concert. Chicago is far. Listen (laughs) to the songs on the way. That's what a stereo is for. Not the same. I think Daryl and I, we're going to go see Shazam, or not Shazam. We're going to see Black Adam when we're there. It opens the same weekend. That's DC. I mean, come on. But it's The Rock. (laughs) I don't know if The Rock can even save DC, but we'll we'll see. He's trying. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, let's uh, move on into some feedback. All right. So in feedback, we have uh, from episode 504, uh, I I believe we mentioned this last week, but we didn't have time to get to it. Uh, our friend Dual Mirror Gridwork uh, sent uh, another post. Um, I'm just going to summarize because uh, his, his posts tend to be quite long, even when he doesn't try to be long. But we we love you guys. We you know we kid because we love. But he he was asking uh, what our favorite parts of the fiction are: cartoons, comics, or and he, he doubts this, the live action films, like what part and why uh, he likes the Unicron Primus part of the fiction because it gives an or, origin to the mechanical life. And he felt that, um, you know, it, it always has to come from something opposite and opposite from that. He lo- the natural occurring pulleys and gears. He's always wondered about that in the comic. Uh, then there's the Quintessons, which, you know, has a questionable origin out there. And then 
what made the AllSpark Cube. So, I mean, I guess we can go around with us. Um, what, like, what are the favorite parts of the fiction for you guys, Doctor Pants? Let's start with you. Um. Ooh. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna say obviously, like, I'm a big Beast Wars guy because that was like that was more my childhood, honestly, than Generation One. Um, just the Beast Wars in general because it kind of went back to to Gen to Generation One. It connected with it and everything. So just like all that in general, I really like. Um, but I'm gonna say like one of my favorite things right now is I'm really getting into the Japanese Je- Generation One series, and like I'm watching Super God Master Force, and I'm loving it. And the sole reason is is because I had a lot of the 87, 88, 89 toys and they did like a lot of those, the power masters, um, the C cons and everything. They didn't really appear in the generation one cartoon, but now I get to watch a cartoon and like these characters I played with as a kid are showing up on the screen and it's like, Oh yeah, it's Paroticon. This is awesome. Oh, it's getaway. Yeah. And like, it's, it's stuff I wish I could have seen as a kid and I'm really, really enjoying that. So, um, there, probably that i like i like the cartoons like that i think it's a lot of fun cool uh mike how about you so for me it's i didn't even realize this until i actually started seeing it in the in the comics was like the politics of cybertron uh, i think the the reason i like it so much is because it it does what true sci-fi does is it kind of shines a light on like our our own state of being our own like state of humanity but it does it in a more safe way because alien robots, you know, you can do whatever you want with that and, and the story can, can be what it is. So when like the, the more like political kind of like very heavy story and lore driven sections of the comic came up, especially in the, uh, the, the trans, the robot, the original robots in disguise uh, comic, I really, really loved that, like how they started exploring that and, and how they took the story away from effectively a civil war story and actually brought it into like what I consider more modern times. So mm-hmm. that was was that was and continues to be like my favorite part of it. Even in the the, the latest uh iteration of IDW. I, I loved like the build up of it and I love like the the pre-war kind of like political maneuvering. So that's always been my favorite. Awesome. Uh, Daryl, how about you? Well, um, I mean, it's, it's tough, but uh, I, the fiction is, uh, is, I want to say the G1 cartoon, but that's the fiction in that is kind of garbage. Um, it's, it's just, it just established all of the, uh, the characters that we know. Um, I'm not a, uh, yeah, I'm, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's my, my, the fiction that I really like is the fiction I've kind of built it up in my head. (laughs) So, you know, I've kind of, of, of amalgamized a bunch of the, uh, a bunch of the cartoons and a lot of the comics in my own, my own head canon. And that's, that's kind of where I, where I live with it. Um, if I had to pick one thing, it would be the G1 cartoon because that's really what I, I went back to over and over and over again. But, uh, um, the, as far as the comics go, it was that, uh, that first run of more than meets the eye that really stuck with me. 
because I do remember reading it as it, as it was coming out and being extremely excited for each issue, um, you know, uh, up until a, a point when it kind of went off the rails a little bit. Um, but there, there was a point in time in that middle uh, where it, every issue was a, was a home run and, and I was really happy with that. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a, it's, you know, frankly for me, the fiction has always been secondary uh, to, for the, to the toys for me. It's, it's, it's not a, it's not a big deal. It's, it's, you know, if the toys are good, then, um, then I'll, I'll, the, the fiction is, is, is really not, not that big of a, of a concern. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think I kind of lie similar to Mike in, in like, I, I love the, the political history that's built up, uh, particularly in the phase two era of the comics, but even things like the, um, the addition of like all the primes and the backstories, like the, the mythology that they've built up for this fictional universe. It just, it seems like it's more, uh, I guess, like you said, sci-fi and kind of a real universe. Like you, you look at Star Wars, Star Trek, Lord of the Rings, all, all of these science fiction and fantasy um, like universes have their own history built up and i just i love seeing that uh, particularly around transformers and i mean i think it even goes back to the g1 cartoon when you got the episodes like the key to vector sigma and stuff and you're like they're they're adding like little bits here and there so um i guess that's what what i would um uh, would say here i'll uh, i'll i'll add on one more thing to that because i'm kind of with mike on this too Anytime in the fiction that it's not about the civil war and we get to mm -hmm. see, see the transformers doing other things. Yes. I really like that. We've, yeah, we've had so much on the, the actual war itself. Let's tell other stories. And I, that's what I liked about the, the Ruckley run. I like the ideas that he was putting there. It's just the, the, the pacing and everything was just not conducive for that. If it was a novel, it would have been great because you get it all in one shot and you're good. <laughs> but uh, anyway, if you would like to leave us feedback, uh, particularly like uh, about any of that PulseCon reveals, um, go to transmissionspodcast.com slash feedback. You can leave us written feedback like uh, DMG did or what we'd really prefer. Uh, give us some voicemails. Uh, you, there's a little widget there that you can leave us voicemails and we will play them on the show and uh, answer any questions or uh, anything that you, you have to say there, you know, you can just say it in your voice and we won't mispronounce anything. So uh, that is, I think everything we got for the show. Uh, but before we go, uh, we, we need to thank our masterpiece donatrions. These are the um, donatrions that contribute at the highest level and, um, one of the perks is we get to call them out and talk about how awesome they are in every show. And uh, right now we are calling out John Forks, Loving Good, and Demon Tech 82. Uh, thank you both for all your contributions to the show. And uh, thank you to Mike and Dr. Pants. Uh, I mean, it, it takes a lot to fill in for Charles. And I guess, well, Mike, it was your week, but you know, Dr. Pants also filling in. 
Um, so, uh, Mike, uh, what do you got going on right now? Well, I got Empire of Rust going on, and I want every single one of you, yes, I'm talking to you, to listen to it Carol. and give it a shot. Uh, awesome anyway um a bit of visual humor for the listeners there (laughs) daryl was looking around and like well who who's who's he talking about i don't know yes you gotta watch the youtube video (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah so uh it's and uh, I actually have to issue a very slight correction for you there, uh, Jeremy, because by the time this goes out, uh, we are not the one and only Transformers RPG podcast. Renegade Games has actually uh, started doing a Let's Play for uh, for their system. So, But the new tagline uh, is – the new tagline is the first and greatest Transformers okay. RPG podcast. Right. I, I, we will we will make sure that Charles knows so he can update the dots. We, we are not <laughs> capable of doing that. But it's awesome that they are doing it. You know, it it would be nice to have maybe some collaboration. Maybe uh, you mm-hmm. could talk to them. If they, we know they have microphones now. So. <laughs> anyway, um, that's awesome, uh, Doctor Pants. How are things in Nerdstradamus? Getting better. Uh, we were we were on a little bit of a hiatus. Not much was uh, going on there, but we were back to doing videos, doing streaming and everything. So make sure to check us out at Nerdstradamus.com or YouTube.com slash Nerdstradamus. Because it is now October. It's spoopy month, as we say. So uh, we, uh, we're into playing some horror games. We've been playing Phasmophobia on stream. We just played, I'm going to forget the name. It's, I think... Happy's Humble Burger Farm, uh, which doesn't sound scary, but it was terrifying. It was terrifying. So go check out that stream from last Friday and join us on Wednesdays and Thursdays as we stream. And whatever new episodes we put out, who knows what we'll do. It's whenever we feel like. Awesome. Uh, And uh, I guess you can find uh, us on Twitter as well. I know Daryl likes the Twitter. Uh, our podcast is, is Transmissions with no A, so T R N S M I S S I O N S. Daryl is Cybertron Beast. Mike is Minervian. Doctor Pants is Doctor Pants fourteen twelve, and I am Yakko.org with a zero for the first O Y K K zero D O T O R G. And uh, that is it for our show. So thanks for listening to Transmissions and. If you want to hear the rest of the PulseCon stuff, listen to Alt Mode on Friday. We'll have all the comic and media news that they announced. So thanks for listening. Bye. See ya. Bye, all. Later. Thank you for listening to this episode of Transmissions. If you'd like to join the conversation, travel to our Discord channel at transmissionspodcast.com slash Discord. Want some cool transmission swag? Feast your eyes on our transmissions gear at transmissionspodcast.com slash shop. If you'd like to support our podcast, go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support or tell your friends about our show. 
We'll see you next time.